if Bob Nutting could and should be spending more on the Major League product, why ever bring up the various economic issues that are across the sport? Isn't that just excuse-making? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. We've been talking payroll Wow, this will be the third consecutive episode, right? Yeah, third consecutive episode. It came up on Wednesday's show, and I I had a feeling it would get a reaction. It sure did. So we kept it going for another day, and then I realized at the end of the second day, I never really brought up the real problem. And it is fair and accurate to talk about the real problem while also acknowledging that the Pirates aren't doing enough because both things happen to be true. Both things are an issue in Pittsburgh. Because as we've seen, when we look around baseball, heck, when we look just around the NL Central, you don't have to go very far. You can see how this current no-cap Wild Wild West system can still be utilized with success. The Brewers are based in Milwaukee, which is a market that is two-thirds the size of Pittsburgh. They pull it off. They get very good attendance. They have a very good vibe in that city, meaning with their fan base for a team that's never won a championship. And the main reason for that is the owner, Mark Atanasio, has a really open and honest relationship with the fans there. He's visible. He's vocal. He has spoken up, by the way, in favor of the rights of teams that don't have the kind of revenues that the Dodgers and the Yankees do. But he's also backed it. When the Brewers have gotten good, which is most of the time, by the way, they get supported. And they don't let up on it. There isn't a, oh no, what happens next thing, like what happened in 2015 and 2016 with the Pirates. They've worked with the system. Then there's a team like the Tampa Bay Rays, who they don't work with the system so much as they do beat it. The Rays have just figured out their own thing. They figured out their own mechanism for just creating this endless pipeline of prospects. And the moment the player becomes elite, that player is gone so that the pipeline can continue. The reason that the Rays can get away with that is that they have almost no fans. No matter what they do in St. Petersburg, they don't have fans so Blake Snell can pitch in the World Series and then be gone the next month why so that they can continue the pipeline believe it or not there can be a benefit to having no fans the Pirates case is 
at least within the current system, it's somewhere in the middle. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. Home of Steak on a Stone. Home of great, great baseball atmosphere. If you're just a baseball fan and you want to come down and check out games, and yeah, there are playoff games still going on, this is the place to hang out with your friends and be around other people who love the game as well. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. For the Pirates to succeed in the current system, they would need, to some extent, to replicate the Rays, who appear to be, without them ever acknowledging it, their model. But they'd have to do it in a way that recognizes they're playing in Pittsburgh and not in St. Petersburg, which means that shipping off Brian Reynolds the moment that he gets good, shipping off Brian Hayes the moment that he gets good, won't work. It just won't work. Not after 30 years without a division title. Not after all this losing. And principally because Pittsburgh's had this franchise for 135 years and five World Series titles, 13 Hall of Famers. It's not going to be a place where you can sell that, where you can sell the idea of beating the system because the people here remember what it was like when they didn't have to beat the system. When they could just have their favorite player and go back to the ballpark night after night and expect to see Roberto Clemente, Willie Stargell, the great players that have been here and stayed here. It's never going to be quite like that because it really isn't like that anywhere except for the markets that have zillions and zillions of dollars in revenue. And that part is unfair and that part hurts, but that's what they'll have to deal with unless there's a major change. And that's where this winter comes in. If you're a regular listener to this show, you've heard <laughs> you've heard this rant before. But it's absolutely absurd that there's now only one sport that doesn't regulate how much and, by the way, how little a team can spend. The beautiful thing about a salary cap system or even something that is really, really similar like what the NBA uses, the beautiful thing about it, everyone starts with the same opportunity, with the same foundation. One of the things that I hear from people who are proponents of the current system, who, by the way, just coincidentally all happen to live in New York or Los Angeles, etc., what I hear from them is, well, the Dodgers have a great farm system, and they would be doing this even if they didn't have all the money. And I will actually agree, which throws them, because I'll say, look, if there were a salary cap system, the Dodgers would be rightly rewarded for having the very good farm system that they have, because they are good at this. I've heard this from so many people in the industry, that the Dodgers not only are good at drafting and international acquisition, but also at development. That should be rewarded. A salary cap 
does not offer a team a God-given right to be good. I mean, look around sports. There's a reason the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars the Ottawa Senators and the Arizona Coyotes and whoever, there's a reason that they haven't been any good for a long, long time. It's because they're poorly run. This doesn't have anything to do with making someone magically good. It doesn't have that effect on other sports either. What it does is it makes the system intrinsically fair at the very beginning of the process. And from there... Whether you succeed or fail has everything to do with your baseball acumen and your baseball performance and nothing at all to do with the population base in which your franchise happens to be based. This is, this is, this is so beyond logical that I can't believe I even have to make this case in this impassioned tone. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts that this thing still exists. When we come back, I'm going to drop J1Q for this one because I have a little bit more to say on this. Continuing and concluding this week-long discussion, really, about the Pirates' finances and the salary cap, the main point that has to be made here is that the system needs to change. I am not naive enough to think that baseball has enough owners, and that's all it requires, by the way. The union doesn't have anything to do with it. The owners dictate the rules. They just have to stick together. I don't believe that baseball has enough owners to really, really, really get behind a cap concept the way you'd need to, and that would mean being willing to shut down a season, even two seasons. I don't believe that. When you look at other leagues, most recently the National Hockey League, when they put theirs in in 2004, I mean, it was a complete bloodletting. By the way, involving a lot of the same people who've been involved in baseball's labor negotiations, which I strongly suspected even back then was part of the reason it was so nasty. It won't be easy if it's doable at all. But what does have to happen, what absolutely does have to happen, is the pendulum's got to swing back a little bit here. The Dodgers are at a $300 million payroll, and there are teams like the Pirates, that are in the 50 range. That's a joke. That's a joke. I don't care if you're in Los Angeles or you're in Pittsburgh. In either direction, you've got to be able to see that that's a joke. The Dodgers are spending way above anyone else's means because of their crazy TV contract, and the Pirates are spending way below theirs, as I've been talking about the last couple of days. There has to be a way for reasonable people. I know who we're talking about here, so I'm putting that in big parentheses. To come together and figure out a system. The owners 
need to recognize that this is a problem, not just in Pittsburgh, not just in Baltimore, but throughout the sport. Because the less interest that there is in baseball, in markets where the sport is seen as hopeless, the less interest there is in growing the game overall. You have less participation. You have less ratings, less revenue, less everything. The example I love to cite of a league that really makes a cap work in a specific market is the National Football League and Green Bay. I was just in Green Bay to cover the Steelers a couple weeks ago. That's north of Versailles, my friends. That's north of Versailles. They have an NFL market. They compete in the NFL. They're really pretty good. And they have one of the game's two or three brightest stars in Aaron Rodgers. And that's great for their brand. That is great. Patrick Mahomes being in Kansas City, great for their brand. He'd never be able to stay with the Royals. Just like Rodgers would never be able to stay with the Brewers. And that deflates hope in those markets when things like that happen. There's a win across the board to be had here, including, I should mention, for the players themselves. Because if you mandate the salary cap system, that comes with a floor. And now all of a sudden, every team is required to spend up. And no, you can't split these. You can't just put in the floor. Because the way the union reacts and Tony Clark and all of his people is that they say, ah, oh, you can't, can't do a floor. As soon as you have a floor, you're acknowledging that it's not a free market and whatever. Tony, that ship has sailed, man. There's already a luxury tax in place. That ship is so far out of harbor, it can't even be seen with a spyglass. Give it up. Give it up once and for all. Let your players get more money. That happens through a cap system. It just does. The math shows it. No, you're not going to have individual deals like Trevor Bauer getting $40 million to pitch one season. And your very, very highest end guys, your Mike Trouts, your Shohei Otani, and, and so forth, they're not going to be making 30, 35, whatever it is. Bryce Harper, I think, is at 29. They might have to settle for like 20 or something. But the rest of the Angels and Phillies and whoever will be very happy that it's in place. The union needs to give here. But the owners have to stick together in order for the union to give. And they can come up with something. This ain't it. This ain't it. This system is an abomination. And it's getting worse by the year. And if Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association align themselves into some sort of long-term agreement that doesn't address this, they are killing themselves. They will deserve whatever it is that happens to them next. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll go back to a more of a standard format again next Monday. Uh, really, really grateful, by the way, for all the feedback on these shows. This is <laughs> it's quite the subject, huh?